0: sorry right, i want to let you lead in sometimes. oh my
1: gosh you were late on that this one. this is
0: a partnership so well, i want you I to be you involved the best, in the intro
1: i think you have the best hey, a, yeah much better than mine. what's up that was much better than mine my a mine is trash compared to yours yeah that's
0: why you kind of need to blend into mine a little bit <laughs>
1: <laughs> blend into it all right what's what up?
0: the hell is up everybody How welcome are you doing back today to the most famousest podcast
1: most famousest
0: mile higher podcast what? guys Even? we are motherfucking killing it guys thank you guys for the support <laughs> thank you guys for listening to us and just supporting us as we are now into week 15 of the mile higher podcast yes holy shit it has been so much fun I know we say this every fucking week but seriously it's been just a blast a complete has. blast. it's been a lot of fun and the growth has been amazing and it's been awesome, too, because I've, you know, reading through comments and stuff, I'm starting to see new faces coming. You know, a lot of people are fans of podcasts and, yeah, you know, our podcast. Thanks to you guys for, yeah. you know, reviewing the ca- the cast and uh, rating it. It's really helped us a lot. We're slowly climbing the charts of iTunes and I'm seeing more and more stuff of newbies that are coming to the Mile Hard podcast and yeah, discovering awesome. other other avenues that we. That We take part in so thank you guys <laughs> discovering other avenues. seriously. Thank you guys, though. It's been uh, Really amazing. Yes. So for if you're new or if you have been under a rock, I don't make YouTube videos anymore <laughs> <laughs> So instead of doing that,
1: that's not really like you've been under a, a rock They missed like what one that's announcement. True. That's true. Jeez. <laughs> yeah how about you been under the rock and they were like where the hell were you You yeah. been under this rock
0: they fl- yeah they fl- so where are you You're so yeah in. they flipped the rock over and i'm on this great <laughs> platform called twitch if you've never checked it out check it's it actually the fuck so out awesome. it's really fun it's a community that we're building over there come join the woke squad yep. like and- i'm obsessed
1: with it. i'm i'm on it as often as i can tonight i plan to be on it playing gta and sims yeah, no, you're beast. on it quite a bit too. Yeah, so it's, I love it.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely a, a fun thing to check out for sure. I mean, we've get so basically like a lot of people have been asking. A lot of people uh, think in our audience are are new to Twitch and and what Twitch is all about. I'm fucking new to Twitch, so I've been learning and stuff. But it really is just like think of like YouTube live streaming or just live streaming, but it's way more. Connected way more relaxed chilled out
2: interactive
0: interactive like literally it feels like
1: you're getting to know people It feels like a meetup
0: not even a meetup though. I I take it down to a level of like It's as if we were like having you guys over or something We're just hanging out and and talking and we have discussions We go into all sorts of different topics that you know I've made videos about you've made videos about what we talk about on here Mm -hmm. and we go down to a ton of rabbit holes It's a ton of fun and, you know, we get to enlighten each other and really really
1: I mean he's on there a lot So the schedule is really diverse so you can like pro- most likely find a time that he's on when you're on right or when you're available Is what I mean?
0: Yeah, exactly. I'm on five days a week night day So definitely head over to twitch.tv slash Josh door to take a look, but oh, yeah, it's a lot of fun <laughs> <laughs> But one uh, sorry, I know I'm plugging twitch hard right now but <laughs> You know, it, it is, it is where I'm at right now. But one thing that you guys can do, you know, we appreciate the patrons. We say this every week. We, we love the patrons, but you know, YouTube hasn't monetized our podcast yet, which is not a huge deal, but you know, it's be nice to be rewarded for our work and time (laughs) and effort and, you know, research and everything else. And it's so, just
1: ridiculous because it's been 15 weeks and we are far, far over the requirements for monetizations. It's honestly, it's just kind of bullshit. I don't really know what's going on. It is
0: really just kind of bullshit, actually. Um, so, so one way that you can support us is I know probably most of you out there have an Amazon Prime account. Cool thing is that Amazon owns Twitch. And so you can support us directly, the podcast directly, which we will be streaming the podcast live on my Twitch channel yes. at least once a month. Yes. I don't know when the first one will be, but we'll announce it and let you guys know, so you guys can make sure you get there and you can participate, watch live. It'll be a lot of fun. But if you have an Amazon Prime account, you can actually link it to your Twitch account, which Twitch is free. And once you link it, you can actually go to my channel and subscribe, and I get a bit, I, you know, I get a little kickback from that, which really helps us out. So basically
1: yeah. amazon can support josh on your behalf right
0: it's free for you free for amazon you. pays for this up
1: plus you get like the benefits of twitch prime and everything so it's pretty cool pretty I cool i was really stoked when i found out about that it's just really cool but anyway um what's up next what's next on the schedule josh <laughs> josh the virgo
0: we got a plan here guys. <laughs> i just
1: like ridicule you for being
0: a virgo i know and podcast. you know like some of you guys have been like seems like you you don't let Kendall talk, or you cut her off. And it's—I, <laughs> oh. I, you know—it's not on purpose. I'm just like—I drop like here's what I want the episode to look like, and I want to yeah. make sure I follow it. But sometimes yeah. I forget, like. You're here, too, and well, you know, you have your own way of doing To Josh's things.
1: credit last week I was really quiet because I was feeling really shitty last week. I'm still feeling shitty today Yeah, <laughs> I've had say. a hard time lately, but last week I was really tired and I didn't do most of the research with Josh So like I only really knew about the first part and so I was kind of like Just trying to like get through it basically so Josh was kind of taking the lead So it yeah. wasn't that he wasn't letting me talk. I really wasn't trying to talk too much. So
0: yeah, exactly but but this week will be, I think, a lot a lot better. Yeah, cause... I'm
1: so excited. We haven't even told them what we're I talking know. about. Today we decided that it'd be fun to do something a little more laid back, a little more less like
3: formal structure. Or no, just but
1: like, like devious. Oh, less like Sinister ins- or something. Sinister. Yeah, sinister is the word. <laughs> Instead, m- we have m- weird. We have strange phenomena. And we are going Sorry. S- <laughs> Go
0: AKA bizarre ass shit.
1: Yeah, that's what you interrupted me to say? Yes. Wow. Back okay, to back to me. <laughs> um, Yes, uh, we are going to be telling you, we each picked two things. We were talking about it with people on Twitch and they were like, that would be a great idea. So we each found two strange, bizarre, unexplained events.
0: Stories or, um, yeah. Just, just
1: odd situations. And we each found two of them and we're going to present them to you today. And like neither of us, know what the other one is going to present so it's going to be very interesting and interactive and if you guys like this definitely let us know in the comments because i think i'd want to do like a part two to this possibly because there's so uh, much out there it's crazy
0: and we can really yeah i mean this could be infinite so
1: and i think it's really fun i like informing each other it's really fun
0: yeah absolutely but before we jump into that Thank you to our seller patrons, Jocelyn B., who's new this week or last week, Elizabeth B. It's and Jocelyn. Rebecca H. Jocelyn, I'm sorry. What did I say? <laughs> Jocelyn. <laughs> Jocelyn, sorry. And then to this week's patron question comes from Sammy. Hey, Josh and Kendall. What's up, Sammy? What are your thoughts on the godforsaken <laughs> oh God forsaken flat earth theory and flat earthers in general? In my opinion, it's infuriating.
1: <laughs> I agree. It really shows a lack of education in this <sighs> world. <laughs> I
0: mean, it's just like it's bad. Guys, it's really bad. Come on, man.
1: You know, I really encourage open-mindedness and thinking. So, I don't have anything against people who are interested in the flat earth theory. Do I believe it? Fuck no. There's literally like no good evidence of it. So, I personally don't believe Not it. Not really.
0: All. And it's just like really every video clip or video footage of the earth is fucking faked or false or you know, <laughs> know. there's altered. satellites up there
1: all <laughs> come on now
0: yeah like we've seen it from all different cameras not just government yes. or military or nasa it's been just random people's fucking shit you can see it when you you know in an airplane guys like if you get up high enough you can fucking see the curvature of the earth don't tell me that it's not the curvature yeah i've what seen is- it i've definitely seen yeah, it, yeah i'm pretty sure i've seen it too so you know i'm open to everything and i'm open to seeing the evidence for it but i'm just saying for what i'm what i've seen personally from the evidence i find it pretty maddening too because it's just like <laughs> guys come on come it's on it's just now.
1: like basic science like come on
0: yeah and i mean it, it goes into way more stuff but i don't even want to go just into like that but
1: gravity that doesn't even make sense with gravity like it how would we have gravity if it was just a, a flat what's surface? under
0: the flat earth
1: Apparently a magnet that's <laughs> making us all stick to it. How come people don't just fall off then?
0: Yeah, yeah. How
1: come people don't walk to the edge and go, "Oh shit, I think I'm at the end of this." Oh fuck. How I did can I see- get here? I'm gonna take a step off. <laughs> then you're like, just like there's Mars. Space. There you are. Yeah, that makes no sense.
0: Uh, it's just, uh come on, guys. Like let's let's yeah. focus on other stuff. Like let's focus like on what other we are things. going to
1: talk about today. Yes. yes, let's do it. But thank you, Sammy. That was an awesome question.
0: No, it is. Cheers. Thank you. Oh yeah. What is this in my hand? A monk. It's a forest monk. These are personal oil diffusers.
1: Yes, they are. I love having it's these. It's not a vape, you don't smoke it. mm It's purely essential oils. There's no in, tobacco, no out chemicals. The nose.
0: That's it. Don't blame yes. your lungs.
1: Yes, you don't inhale it.
0: And one or two puffs, you're good.
1: Yeah, you you're supposed to do like two to three up to three times a day. And there's um, 10 different flavors. This one is Zen. It's really good for anxiety. It literally smells like spruce
0: too. like or forest.
1: There is a link in the amazing. description box to get 10% off of Monk if you want to check it out. But let's go ahead and get started here.
0: Dun, 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 What do you got for me?
1: All right, me first. What do you got? Okay. So. Um. They're, okay, so this one's kind of hard because they're not completely sure that this is true. Okay, so bear with me.
0: So are you just telling me <laughs> that I need to delete the logical Virgo side of me right now?
1: Well, no, not completely because it is corroborated by a doctor. But we're not sure if the doctor, doctor made it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Dr.
2: Doctor doctor Peppa.
1: Oh, oh, my woman. Um, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Dr. Doctor- well tell them what it is now they're gonna be like what the hell <laughs> dr
0: pepper so all right we watched the show called married at first sight because it's fucking entertaining <laughs> you find it so funny it's so it's so entertaining and it's we just, just like the silly night. but there's a expert on the show that's like a matchmaker expert named dr pepper her last name is pepper and she's a like psychologist or something and so we just laugh because they're like the worst experts like all the couples get divorced. It's just hilarious
1: It's so funny that her name is dr. Pepper though like and I was yeah. like, oh shit better talk to dr. Pepper about this It's
0: just it's, it's just, just so ironic funny. and funny
1: and guess what like only two Marriages have actually lasted on that on that show and they do like four Out of like every 40 couples Not no not 30. Every. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so a th- this is in Syria A three-year-old boy in the Golan Heights region near the border of Syria and Israel said that he was murdered with an axe in his previous life.
0: Damn. He's three? Mm Mm-hmm. Holy shit.
1: Yep. Scary. Only three years old. I know. Can you imagine like saying that?
0: Um, What the hell? How uh how? How does he he remembers this?
1: Yes, and he's he's part of a group, and in, in, in his culture, he's part of the Druze ethnic group, and part of his culture believes in reincarnation as fact, so they were very open to it in his community apparently, and we know about this because there was a doctor. Whoa, sorry, my notes just went crazy. Whoa.
0: So he, so he he re, he's remembering a past life. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay, where he got axe murdered yes at three years old
1: because the doc there was a doctor dr eli lash and he passed away and he was best known for developing the medical system in the gaza as part of the israeli government operation in the 1960s he died in 2009 but he has recounted these astounding events so he we like don't know if he made it up but why would he make this up this was just in his records after he passed Does that make sense? I'm
0: so confused. Okay, sorry. Sorry, Tell just me why. like just give me a quick synopsis of what we've got <laughs> over. There's a three year old boy. Okay, he remembers being axe murdered. Yes. What's his name? Is there uh, no name? Is he unknown?
1: Yeah, I actually don't Jane think Doe. he has a name on here. No, I don't think there's a name. Like I said, this is a little dicey. It's not like our normal stuff.
2: <laughs> it's a little But this di- guy at Dr. Dicey, Lash. Man. We
1: know that he existed. And we know that this was really written down. Whether or not he made it up or not, they're not sure, like, who it was, or or at least we don't have that released. But here's the interesting part about it. He takes a group of people, and, like, this whole little village community, and Dr. Lash, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he brings them to this, like, little village near where he lived, Um. Oh, and this is interesting, too. He was born with a long red birthmark on his head. So you know how we talked about. Oh, yeah. If you didn't see that episode, we basically talked about how birthmarks on your body could possibly be how you died in a past a link
0: or like a clue or possibly the, you know, the site where you were injured or, you know, Mm -hmm. murdered or hurt so
1: and a lot of experts who look at these past life cases talk about this Th- yeah like this, this is, is very
0: legitimate yeah lots of doctors have studied this and have found links there's whole scientific journals mm-hmm. about how there's a connection between uh you know a different child's birthmarks and you know their past life stories so it's very interesting because there's a lot of different cases where you know children are are you know reporting these birthmarks and stuff but yeah. they're all you know they also remember their past lives where you know something tragic happened to them, or you know, and it
1: normally links up with their what they're talking right. about, their birthmarks. It's just super weird. Um But so he was part of. I don't know how to pronounce this. It's D R U Z E. I would I think just say druze, druze. Yeah, the druze. So whatever that's whatever culture he belonged to. The druze. Um, they believe that birthmarks are related to past life deaths as well. Yeah, in I their think culture. that's true. A-
0: just some uh definitely like eastern yeah belief. religion belief for the most part at least apparently, with hindu and oh sorry no go ahead
1: no but apparently when the boy was old enough to talk he told his family that he had been killed by the by a blow to the head to the, with the knacks. sorry <laughs> okay um so then the boy knew what village he was from before so apparently they went there and i don't know what village they went to they just went to a village so like yeah this could totally be like this isn't like a minute by minute from Torrid type story we're not completely sure although it was written down by a doctor but like we don't know you know it's kind of like it's just very it provides very interesting there's kooky
0: doctors out there so
1: (sighs) yes so a village local said the man claimed to be the reincarnation of someone who had gone missing four years earlier. He went there. He remembered the name that he had in a past life and told people there. And someone in the village was like, oh, yeah, that guy died four years ago.
0: Huh. Like, so he, he knew had his a name. name. He had a name. Yeah. He knew he died by an accident. So, okay. Yeah. Very specific. One thing I just thought of, too. Where does this take place again? It's Syria. Syria. Another thing that I just remembered is, like, do we know time frame? Like, how long ago or anything?
1: Uh, Well, I'm guessing if that guy died in 2009, he was born in the 60s. So it was probably, like, like 90s or early 2000s.
0: Okay. So, I mean, there's still a possibility. I was just like, there's still a possibility. The 80s, maybe. maybe they just, you know, didn't have a way to record it or just didn't, rec- you know, didn't record it for some reason. Record this child. But it's like, you would think that. Yeah. or something like this you'd fucking record it right. and film it and fucking right
1: that's why it's like, eh. it's and like the story the thing that gets me about it is the story like repeats on websites well, don't, don't
0: get through the story first okay. don't tell us it's a shitty story before no you tell it's a it. great story okay. and it might
1: be true it actually could totally be true i mean like even um our homies over at collective evolution have reported on this story oh, so okay. this isn't some like just like bullshit hoax um we know that this doctor was legitimately Talking about this whether he all made it up in his head or if it really happened is the question Um so He his family and friends thought that he may have strayed into hostile territory nearby as this sometimes happens That's why they were like, you know, whatever the dude he went missing, but we just figured he got, you know, it's Syria It's a little dangerous. He went to a nearby village and got like whacked. That's what they figured it happened Okay, to this guy. sure but then the boy remembered the full name of his killer and he confronted this man and apparently the killer's face turned white.
0: Wait, the little boy confronted the killer?
1: Yeah. And was like, yo, you killed me. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't be laughing but this I'm just getting a mental okay. picture in my head that's just really funny. Because yeah. I'm picturing a guy just like looking at a child <laughs> and this kid's saying this and that voice that you use and he's just like turning pale <laughs> white. He's like,
3: what?
1: Yeah, he said he did not admit, admit to the murder, but the boy said that he could take the elders to where his body was buried. Ooh. In that very spot, they found a man's skeleton with a wound to the head that wow. corresponded with the boy's birthmark. And okay. they also found the axe, the murder weapon, buried with him.
0: So this kid's like a fucking like Sherlock Holmes, too. He's like, no, he just remembers. Oh, he just remembers where he was to buried. The story, yeah. Okay. Okay. hmm. So he remember where he was buried. Thoughts. He Tell can, me your thoughts. Damn, He covered all the bases. This is like, yeah, so it's, true.
1: Well, <laughs> we don't know.
0: <laughs> all right. Keep going. Let's keep. That's keep. it. What?
1: Yeah. That's Tell a- me what you think about that. Do you think <laughs> that that
0: is possible
1: that you'd have enough memories yeah. to remember all those specifics and go there? Is it there?
0: possible? Has it happened? Yes.
1: Four years later, he just shows up in the next door village as a new person
0: it's it's interesting because it makes me wonder like even deeper like what kind of soul was that yeah he must have been a really really young soul or something so Mm -hmm. he had to boom boom you know right back into it yep because when we talk you know when you think about souls and depending on you know what your knowledge on souls are you know it's (laughs) there's different stages and phases and you know everything from young to mature to an old soul and based upon that, I think there's some connection between how long after you pass in one life before you into a, a new life. I think there's some connection there between that and your the phase of your soul. So my thought is like this: this person or the soul is on the younger side because four years is not all that long to pop right back in, you know. So that's just my theory, yes. though. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, I think it, I think it totally is possible because. I mean, we know about the birthmarks. We know that the birthmark thing is is a real thing. And there's been many, many people that have been able to make links to past trauma and the way that they died via their birthmarks. So I'm sure all of you are like looking on your body for a birthmark. (laughs) I know I did. I know I did. But I I think my birthmark faded. Well, your birthmarks are like way easier to see clearly closer to birth like the closer you are to you know when you came into the world that's oh yeah that's true because they they fade fade. they fade like i think i had one like because your skin's like regenerating and stuff it's regenerating and your skin you know tans with time and stuff so
1: yeah it's it's very interesting for sure but Um, yeah no i think so so this kid does have a name but it was not disclosed for his protection okay But it was a real study. They found it after he died. And yeah. So unless the doctor just made it all up, which I highly doubt why would he do that? He never tried to sell it or do anything. He never even published it. Well, it's like,
0: what do you have to gain besides just like fool everybody with a story? But it's not not that unbelievable because there have been other documented cases where shit like that happens where they remember who killed them Mm -hmm. and that person happens to still be alive. Yeah. Basically you know?
1: solving your own murder. Well, the He's other like kid.
0: kid, I'm spacing his name that we talked about. Yeah, I know. Sorry,
1: she looks so <laughs> stupid. Our dog's over here holding her bone, and she just looks so <laughs> funny. I can't even get over it. Okay, sorry.
0: Um, The kid that remembered his World War II days and yeah. stuff like that, that was just like major.
1: Those 9-11 stories. Right. Um, the one that I'm going to be doing this week, this coming week, I think you guys will see it. Yes, um, it's about a, a kid who remembers being this actor in Hollywood in the 1920s it's amazing like oh you it's remembered just all these case crazy after case details. story yeah. after story it's really incredible of, i
0: mean i'm sh- that's the thing is like i think there would be way more kids that remember your past lives because i think honestly we probably all have an opportunity to remember a past life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i think it just depends on your circumstances your environment who your parents are yeah. and just you know kind of how you come out to really determine if you're able to connect with a their- your past self or a past life
1: okay here's a question then to end this section do you think that when you reincarnate you end up you could end up on a different planet could you end up just like spit out into the universe somewhere i mean what's the chances well, of this boy four years later the soul ending up sounds like within miles of where he used to live
0: yeah i mean
1: it's so like after we die, we just like, but that's show the back thing. I mean, we don't part.
0: know. We don't know if we have some sort of divine purpose or plan or path. Or well,
1: maybe he had an axe to grind. Literally, an axe to grind. He was maybe his soul was like, "Yo, you are not going to kill me and get away with it. That's bullshit. I'm going to go back and, Like, I'm going to go there. It's possible.
0: It it could just be, be like whatever you need
1: and come and like rat you out. Whatever you need. You killed me, dude.
2: But so answer... I wish there was
1: more to that story because I would love to know. Like, was he? Arrested or something, but the guy, I don't know. But yeah, yeah sorry, I, I did mean, ask you yeah, a question. I forgot.
0: <laughs> I'm sure if we asked people from Syria, they'd probably be able to know about more about this or remember it at least.
1: I hope so. I don't I don't know if there's any more information out there.
0: Hmm. Well, I think that back to your question about could you reincarnate and go to another planet, because I think a lot of people think about this like the way that I look at it is every planet in this universe is it's all connected I mean all of the, all the cosmos all of the celestial bodies are all connected they're all energies they're all they're all the exact same thing as us conscious beings and i think that it doesn't matter like and it, i don't think it matters to like what universe we end up in like there's mm-hmm. parallel universes going on there's definitely a multiverse going on so it's like it's just I think it's just this big complex probably can't even we can't even like begin to describe what it is but I think there's a connection there. If
1: there's a multiverse and you can be born into one versus the other, that would really be confusing. Because wouldn't a multiverse be like there's just a bunch of different versions of you? I think you would be born into all of them. That's the
0: thing, but it's starting to look like they collide. Exactly. And things move in between them and that there's connections between all of them. And that they can influence how we are in each of them.
1: I'm saying you wouldn't reincarnate to another universe because...
0: No, you could. It'd be the I'm same saying,
1: in all of them though.
0: Well, <laughs> as far as our understanding of universe Yeah, that's go, true. What do I know? That's the thing is like we're going based off of what like what yeah. our theoretical, you know, all the theories that astrophysicists come up with like they may not be way off. Like so mm-hmm. it's like it could be way more complex than that, but I think that there's I think there's an ability at least as far as what I can comprehend to reincarnate to another planet so i believe the kid that said he was from mars and you know yeah you know i have a lot of i have i feel good about that and that that was probably the case i mean for all we know we could have been on mars at one point i mean we barely understand our human history we barely understand the history of this planet yeah and the universe and our galaxy we have i mean we just know so so little (laughs) yeah we don't know anything like absolutely anything we have a basic understanding of what life is but other than that it's like we don't know shit so we could be completely wrong and maybe i mean we could be wrong about reincarnation but yeah it seems to me that if we are the intelligent beings that we are and knowing that there's other intelligent beings out there i think that we can through our collective consciousness and all of our consciousness You know to dig into these questions I think we're meant to discover these things and I think we're meant to understand them to some degree. It's like a journey That's like our purpose on this planet is to literally seek out what what is next what's out there what created us? That's like the purpose of Humans like that's our goal on this planet.
1: Yeah, totally and in order to do
0: that you gotta You gotta fucking stop watching TV undo (laughs) the programming and fucking start opening your third eye up and opening your mind up and yeah. You'll be amazed at what you will discover.
1: Yes. <laughs> wow, that was very. That was like thank reading you, rainbow you. over here.
0: <laughs> Seriously, I just that was a great. Uh, take a look. Monologue. Oh, that's no, look. it's not a monologue. That's the beginning.
1: Okay, that can. I don't know. How about you just tell us about yours?
0: <laughs> All right, guys. I'm ready. So, for this. you went more like, you know, possibly could be like mythy, urban yeah. legendy. I went with like just bizarre shit that's like real, like which <laughs> okay. I like bizarre shit that's real.
1: Well, I think this is real, by the way, dude. I'm I'm definitely no. I'm point sorry, out I'm not this saying is it's, real. I'm not
0: saying that that was fake. Sorry, it came this off like this is it was concrete.
1: Hit. You know the guy's name, right? This has yes. been
0: like heavily reported on. It's on the news. Like you can look it up, and it's really easy to find info. No worries. <laughs> so, <laughs> when I came, when I found out about this guy, it, this was very interesting to me. There is this man. That Claims to have had sex with aliens. All right and Like first of all, yeah
1: sex with aliens
0: sex so He lost his virginity to aliens and when you lose your virginity, it's supposed to be like a memorable thing Yeah, most of the time with affection and you know a little bit of embarrassment but this guy named David Huggins says the first time that he had sex it was more er out of this world than most <laughs> oh, literally is, out of wow, this world <laughs>
2: <a funny> joke.
0: <laughs> yeah seriously his his fucking quote is when i was 17 i lost my virginity to a female extraterrestrial <laughs> that's all i can say about it so this info has come out because there's he's having a documentary made about him called <laughs> love and saucers so this is where this information is <laughs> coming from this is inter- This is interesting though. Don't don't laugh yet. Don't laugh at. You might not be lying. Just wait. Okay. So David was born in rural Georgia in 1944, and in the documentary he talks about hunting for arrowheads in nearby fields for fun, and not liking the evangelist, uh, evangelical Baptist church his grandparents took him to sometimes. And he said when strange things or when strange beings that no one else could see started appearing to to me around the farm. I thought I was losing my mind he said that I am sitting under a tree and I hear this voice say David behind you and I turned around and there is this little hairy guy with large glowing eyes coming straight towards me I thought it was the boogeyman I didn't know what to think of it so from a very young age he claims to have had visit uh, started having visitors and one of the first ones kind of looked like a little boogeyman to him kind of a little furry creature i guess and then he said on another day an insect sorry on another day an insect like being that reminded david of a praying mantis appeared he said david said he was very terrified it was like what in the world am i looking at and at 8 years old you don't know what to think so at 8 years old he's Having encounters with some sort of insectoid being of some sort what the f- what yeah and he rem- and yeah he really like he believes this to like he would die for that because he he's not lying about this yeah so the sexual encounter that I mentioned at the beginning went down in 1961 when David was a teenager living on his parents' farm in Georgia. And on this day, he was walking through the woods near his house and an alien woman appeared and seduced him. And <laughs> he said that I thought, if anything, I'd be losing it in the backseat of a Ford, something like that. Yeah. But it didn't work out that way. <laughs> Once the shock wore off, David said his encounters were weird, but not that they were threatening. So he had that encounter where he lost his virginity with this female extraterrestrial. He had this insectoid being and then he had the little little beings that were visiting him but he said that
1: okay so I have a question yes does he give any more detail about like how this started or did she just come down and was like listen we're having sex right now
0: she just can't he was in the woods and she was in the woods
1: and she just she was in there just hanging I
0: up. mean he gives details and stuff but it's in the documentary <laughs> but yeah he, he talks about how she like seduced him and like he got. He was attracted to her and stuff. And oh my god! Yeah, like because so I'll put some pictures in this. Maybe not this one, but one of the pictures that he paints, which he paints these scenes from his memory, and one of the pictures of the female extraterrestrial. Like she has like boobs. Like she has big old boobs.
1: Big boobs.
0: Yeah. Like well, not big, big. I mean, they're just like like boobs. D
1: boobs. Double <laughs> I don't know. D, they looked D, like
0: they G? looked pretty big though. Damn. And he, and he's just like I got. Aroused like and he just like he got aroused. He like knew it was he
1: wasn't scared
0: Well, he's already had visitors before so he had he had seen the little dude and the insectoid This is interesting though. So Once once he was no longer like scared or getting shocked by having these encounters with these different beings He left Georgia and went to art school in the 60s in New York City and apparently these beings followed him What? He continued to get nocturnal visits from Crescent, which was the ET that he had sex with and lost his virginity to was named Crescent Crescent and it became a routine. So he had routine sexual intercourse with this being Crescent.
1: Why did she want to have sex with him?
0: That's what he doesn't know. He's like, why me? Why are you like, why?
1: Maybe she was trying to get impregnated by him
0: (laughs) to like make an alien hybrid.
1: And he was like what they needed.
0: Yeah, and David said that his relationship with Crescent was warm and friendly. A little strange. What do I mean a little? Very strange. She was my girlfriend, really. Okay. And he said it was a very unconventional relationship, you think, with an alien, bro? Like, come on. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's crazy. And according to David, these visits from extraterrestrials and his sexual relationship with them continued into adulthood.
1: Mm, Of course they did.
0: And this is in two thousand eighteen, David told them or uh in an interview with Vice said that his last encounter with Crescent with vice, yeah, this is like oh. a this is like uh some of this is a vice interview, oh wow, um, but he said his last encounter with Crescent was just six months ago, and that was this year, like in wow. February so he's still like at seventy four years old, having you know visits with this. Extra age? Apparently not. Crescent
1: just likes likes the old D. So he's
0: he's (laughs) yeah. Six months ago, he said I was sitting down in a chair, and the woman Crescent was behind me, and she put her arms around me. He said, and that's about it. I don't know anything else outside of that. What? He doesn't know what happened after that? Yeah. So (laughs) when he when he lost his virginity, he said that it was like the most intense crazy experience ever i think i actually talk about it a little bit later but it was like a really insane experience and he passed out so he he said, basically he's implying that every time he has sex with this alien he, he passes, passes the out fuck and out doesn't remember it and doesn't remember it yeah what or doesn't or doesn't like yeah doesn't remember it i guess <laughs> god it's crazy maybe man
1: maybe they like black out his memory
0: yeah So he's, he is very, and when you hear him talk about this stuff, he's very matter of fact about it. Like he's very, he's talks about it. Like it really happened. You know, he seems very believable when he he's talking about these encounters and he has always been really big into clearly like UFO. Um, He's a UFO enthusiast and truthers and stuff. So he's definitely been like a part of that his whole life and um, really believed in, you know, this stuff. He's yeah. been really into well, it. Yeah.
1: I'd imagine so. So if maybe that sex, I mean maybe
0: he... that's why they're, you know, she's reaching out to him.
1: Yeah.
0: So, one of the first paintings that David ever made was of him and Crescent having sex. And the painting's and he said the painting's not really all that good. She was on top of me and I reached my climax and then she then she and the insect being leave, he says. And he has similar paintings that fill his apartment. They're surreal and a little childlike, dominated by deep blues and greens. They're very colorful. They're very, like, they're pretty, like, graphic and pretty, like, I mean, you know, as you're probably seeing some of them right now, but they're very, they're very good. Like, they're, I mean, they're not, like, great, but they're good enough that you can really see, like, what what he's trying to convey. Yeah. Weird.
1: Yeah. I guess if you had an experience and no one believed you and you couldn't show anyone, your only way to, like, try to show people would be to. To paint it. Because was he like an artist before he was doing all this?
0: Yeah. So he, Oh he was already? I believe before so. When he was younger? Uh yeah, I believe so. Yeah. He went to art school. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, he went to art school.
1: Huh. Well, how do we know he's not just like insane?
0: <laughs> well <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but apparently he started remembering his like childhood visits and things like that and details of these encounters from early on or early visits in 1987. And he said the, dil- uh, the deluge was triggered by Bud Hopkins' book, Intruders, The Incredible Visitations at Copley Woods. And he said it was like a compulsion. I was being led to the book, he said. And there in this chapter, other women, other men, he started reading and it goes, oh my God, this is a woman I never told anyone about. As I was reading it, memory upon memory came flooding back. It was an image upon image. They wouldn't stop. I think what bothered me the most is I didn't know what to do with it. I was so scared. So as he's reading this book, all of the images and the woman and losing his virginity and everything like came back to him. Like all the, the memories just came back, like started flooding in. He says,
1: wow. Mm.
0: And the actual person that's making the documentary about him said, it seemed like he was almost going crazy from not being able to process these experience that happened to him. What were they? Why him it really sounded like he was losing his grip on his life and reality.
1: Well, maybe he was
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's very possible because then and then apparently he got this message from the beings that he should paint the Experiences and as soon as he started doing that it changed him Hmm. So the painting became like a therapeutic type thing and and the beings that he was seeing Told him to do it. So he's like all right, I'll do well it. Start painting them, yeah. And he said it was a release. Um, David said he was able to sleep for the first time in weeks, and since then, he has painted every single detail of every count encounter. A hundred something paintings is what he's got. It's an art therapy. I don't know if that's how David would describe it, but that was a big part of what I wanted to show too. So that's the uh, film filmmaker for this. But once he found a way to show the rest of the world, or even just himself, what happened visually through art. He was able to process make sense of and come to peace with whatever it was that happened to him so it se- like it seems like he really does have like this trauma from his past or something or these past i mean it's just like it's hard when people say they remember shit because it's like how who are you to say like they're not remembering something or they're yeah. lying or you know yeah. it's, it's pretty hard especially if they're that convincing yeah. and they're making these vivid pictures and vivid descriptions of things and it's like, how but do you on know? on the
1: other hand, like he could actually believe these things. Like he, it, it's possible he's not making it up, but that it didn't happen to him and he thinks it happened to him. I'm just trying to point out the other side. You know, it totally could have happened. Yes, I agree. I believe in aliens, obviously. I believe they could come to Earth and interact with humans. Yes. But did that happen for him? I'm not sure because you could be just imagining that kind of stuff and he's painting stuff that he's imagining. Like you could repaint something you imagine you know yeah and i mean for
0: a person that's been having sex with extraterrestrials for 50 plus years (laughs) you know it's pretty pretty crazy and i mean the biggest thing for me is like he seems like very you know go watch the trailer um of this documentary and you can see him uh talk a little bit he seems very just truthful about what he's saying like he just seems like he's recounting it like he doesn't have any hesitation or anything Um, You could probably find it on YouTube. Yeah, let me
1: look. But he just seemed,
0: he's so convincing. David Huggins.
1: David Huggins.
0: This should be Love and Saucers, is the. You might have to. Oh, yeah. Try Love and Saucers. Here, this will
1: work. Oh, sorry. Hang on, (laughs) hang on, hang on here. All right,
0: podcast is over.
1: No, it's not over. We ain't over yet. Okay, hang on.
0: To a busty alien called (laughs) Trescent.
2: Jesus Christ. I'm sorry.
0: Killing us, dude.
3: Well, I was living on a farm, and I was behind our barn playing at the base of a tree. And I heard someone say, David, behind you. And I turned around, and there was this little hairy guy coming out of the woods straight toward me. And his eyes were like glowing. Uh, And he scared the hell out of me. I didn't know what to think of him. So I scrambled back, and I ran to the barn, and I looked back, and he was—he uh, tur- had turned and was going back into the woods. And uh, later that day, I still remembered it, and I went back out to the barn, and I was looking at the edge of the trees, and suddenly the little hairy guy stepped out from behind a tree. Then I turned and ran.
2: I'm not surprised. I mean, that's that's, the, that's, the, that's one of the things that obviously that most, most people would have done. But this was the, the beginning of many encounters with many different kinds of aliens.
3: Yes, that's right.
2: And, and one of them, um, <laughs> one of the aliens that came to very, you, you very became sure, to, 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 to have a relationship with. This wasn't just... You lost of, your virginity at you 17. Yes, I did. <laughs> and uh, and, this, and this this is Crescent, the the alien Crescent. Yes. Who wasn't right. Little and hairy like the guy that you'd seen before. This was this was a a, a different form of alien. What does she look like?
3: Well, she has a, I think she wears a wig. I'm not really sure, but she has black hair, large black eyes, a very pale face. Uh, the human the body looks quite human. And uh, I think she has rather long fingernails.
2: Why do you think an alien would wear a wig?
3: (laughs) I think for aesthetic reasons.
2: You've painted hundreds of pictures of of your encounters with the the aliens. Some of them terribly graphic, but you've painted those. They've (laughs) they've shown you. You said that you've fathered hundreds of alien babies. um, And they've shown you them.
0: Oh, yeah, he has. He claims to have alien and babies. And
2: so that's an image They're... of them. That's what you said. They were yeah, all, all in glass cases with...
3: on top of each other. Yes, they were stacked <laughs> on top of each other.
2: And so so why do you think they chose you as our representative to the universe, a, a guy who works in the deli counter in Hoboken in New Jersey? What, what, What is it about
3: you? I don't know. Maybe it was just because I was a little kid playing at the base of a tree. And they saw me. I have no idea.
2: And what, do, you, do they mind you telling what? everyone what they oh look like God. and that they come and visit you? I mean, why don't they just show themselves to everybody?
3: You know, that's something I would like to know. <laughs> I guess they want to do it on a, a very gradual level. That's all I can say. Haven't you asked I them? I think if they... I'm sorry? Have you asked them? No, I, I haven't. It's like I was always there for a reason. And uh, I would do whatever they asked me to do. And do you still see Crescent? I saw her about four or five months ago. Oh, oh, wow. We've just shown a picture of her. We had he...
2: to blur it out. Do you ever think about Hello? taking a photo, a photo of her instead of um, drawing her? Because you paint lots of pictures of them. Why, why not take a photo and then it's proof?
3: Yeah, I so. I, I don't know. I, I just never have.
2: Oh, Man. Would you do that for us?
3: All next right, time that you did it for one. me,
0: guys. Oh, that it. If I can, yes.
3: If I have a camera, and if they tell me about it beforehand. Yeah, I would do it. Well, that's be fantastic.
2: Because you're 74 now, your first <laughs> mm-hmm. alien encounter at the age of of eight. Uh, so they, you know, they yes. know you, especially Crescent. You know, you know each other very well now. I mean, I, I would thought any sort of relationship you might like a little right, keepsake, right, like cool. a little picture by your bed.
3: Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: um thank you very much for joining us today david it's it's lovely to meet you it's fascinating
3: (laughs) great
0: story man but we're not buying it
1: well yeah i'm pretty unconvinced on that one i don't
0: know
2: like
1: how about you the I want to know details like how did you guys arrange your meetups how did you arrange your booty calls how did this go down like there's not enough details here it's too random doesn't make any sense
0: well, that's god, why it's well,
1: wow, we're striking out because our first one, phenomena. I don't know if it's true either. Yeah, that, and these are like, <laughs> like I said, normal than what we normally Oh talk
0: my about. god, no, it's, it's just I, mean, I think I find it entertaining. I find it entertaining, and meh, it could, I mean, there could be people having sex with the aliens, and there could be these hybrid beings, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I haven't seen any uh, concrete proof on that though. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that I thought that was an interesting story, and and He's got the documentary, Love, Love and Saucers. Love and watch Saucers. It and they, okay. <laughs> it sounds kind of funny, though. But what do you have? What is next? Okay, so What's this next?
1: one is confirmed true.
0: Okay, good. Okay.
1: So I'm going to be telling you guys about Beverly Gilmore. And she has the craziest condition I have ever heard of. All right? So you did a video on near-death experiences. Yes. Uh, when you were doing YouTube videos. And tell us, like, the most interesting part of that
0: so so like near-death experiences when you die basically this is what my video is about when you die there's a, a lapse there's about five minutes or so um where you are actually still conscious your your body might be dead but you're 10 minutes is it 10 minutes yep. yeah it's five or i knew it was like five or ten minutes mm-hmm. that you're you know you're you're actually this. medically dead but you're consciousness is still Mm -hmm. live and well and a lot of people that have near-death experiences or people that you know die and then are resuscitated they report that when they do oftentimes are able to have some sort of external view of their body. Yeah. And it becomes an out-of-body experience where Mm -hmm. you, yeah, exactly, witness maybe how you died, Mm -hmm. your last moments on Earth.
1: Yeah, doctors are stunned that brain activity continues for 10 minutes after death. Brain activity has been recorded in patients for up to 10 minutes after their death. Um, Doctors at Canadian Intensive Care Unit discovered that one person had a persistent brain activity after they turned off their life support machines. Um. For more mm-hmm. than 10 minutes after the medics declared the person clinically dead, brainwaves like these, like those were experienced. In a deep sleep, right? hmm
0: Right. God, that's so crazy. What if we it's could figure out how, how consciousness leaves the body?
1: Ah, oh, be crazy. But anyway, <laughs> so Bethany Gilmore. She lived a normal, active life and was pursuing a career as a children's author when suddenly in 1987, she died in her sleep. Hmm. The 52-year-old from St. Anne's, what is that, Lancashire? Lancashire?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Suffers from what she calls chronic near-death experiences. Yes, this woman has tons of near-death experiences, and it's wild.
0: That's crazy. Okay. Wow.
1: Most Um, of us haven't
0: even had one, and she's having like...
1: Tons of them. Tons of them. She says that during her out-of-body experience, she looks back at her own body lying on her bed as she drifts towards a light. She claims that her heart stops beating. She can feel her heart stop beating and her brain stop functioning.
0: She can feel that? hmm Whoa. That's bizarre. She
1: says she has no idea how long these episodes last. She is brought back to life and she feels a burst of electricity running down her spine into her heart and jolting her into action. Wow. She describes the sensation as feeling as though she was being plugged in.
0: Huh. So it's like almost as if she's being unplugged and then plugged back in.
1: Yes. And she calls these actual death experiences. She, she's like, I didn't just like nearly die. I died and I came back.
0: So basically she's saying she's going to the other side and coming back from the other side. Yes. Pretty much.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, And
0: she she claims to have seen a bright light or a light. Yep. She she says she spent
1: the last 30 years of her life terrified. She never knew if she was actually going to die. Like, wouldn't you be terrified? Like, maybe one time I just won't wake back up. Mm -hmm. You know, if that was happening to you all the time. She knew she was dying because she encountered her father through the light. She had only met him three times over the years, but she saw him at the very beginning, and he died in 1982. Huh. I came back and was like, oh, my God, I died. <laughs> Can you imagine me? Like, oh, my God, I just, I just died. Like, I was gone. Wow. I have met Jesus. He is the spiritual guide. I have met my nan, and I have met the late Walt Disney.
0: Okay, so now she's meeting Jesus, Walt Disney, yeah, and but, all these people.
1: And I mean, that could, part could be in her head or made up, but she really is like passing out. They have doctors that are like do it in her brain. This is just what it's she's stopped. saying.
0: So maybe, maybe it is. Maybe she is seeing what she's seeing. Could be that those those figures are just like ingrained in her head, and they're like manifesting yeah. themselves somehow. It could
1: be. Um, but she claims that she can feel her body shutting down and her spirit leaving the body being dragged up towards a light. It only happens when she's laying down and ready to go to bed. Um, hmm. The first thing I did was become very aware of a sensational wave inside my head. It's a slight drift, and then it just got dip deeper and deeper. You can, I can sense my heartbeat slowing down, and then my throat tightens. I am completely aware that this is happening and I can actually see the room, but I know that my eyes are closed. It's then that Beverly can feel her brain shutting down, a feeling that she describes like being underwater.
0: Huh. That's really weird. She
1: added, then she realizes she can move up from one step to another and look back and see her body underneath her.
0: Weird. I
1: know. Um, so it takes her days to recover and she suffers from headaches, light sensitivity, aches and pains. So they have no idea what the fuck's happening to her. That's basically the mystery here. Um, she she knows when she's drifting back down, she gets a sensation that she's coming back into her body, but she's not conscious yet. It's like being plugged in. I feel like I've hit a brick wall, and then the next thing I know, I'm aware of a massive electric ball of energy. It rushes back into my back of my spine, hits my heart, and I feel myself jolt, and that's how I come back.
0: Huh. I'm just trying to think of all the different angles that this could be. I know. It's very it's very odd, though, for sure.
1: Yeah. The The longer I take to recover, I'm assuming is the longer that I have been dead. If it takes me just a couple hours to recover, then I don't think I've been out that long, but sometimes it can take two or three days.
0: Hmm. But she comes back.
1: Yeah. Hmm. And she has three kids. This is a very active mother. Um. So she has come to accept that she has these experiences, despite the fact that she has no idea what they are, and they have pretty much taken over her life. Um. She would go and say goodnight to her kids when they first started happening, and just look at them sleeping and wonder if she will ever see them again, because she thought she'd go back and wait. Does lay down this and happen die. when she's
0: sleeping? Or laying down yeah it's not yeah. like when she's like standing up
1: no earlier i said it only happens when she's laying down
0: oh okay so she's laying down in her bed yeah weird maybe she's just got like some like different like brain i have no idea i don't know maybe she's just got like a different part of her brain switched on that we don't or something no or...
1: idea but it was so bad that her son had to give up his career as a screenwriter to become his mom's full-time caretaker damn um yeah, she's desensitized. Comes back and she goes. So she's again. not even
0: like doesn't even care about dying anymore. Then
1: no, she does. She's afraid of it. Ha- of it happening. So That's it's a she negative experience. There's there a like cure it? from it. Well, would you like it?
0: If it was positive.
1: No, she's dying. She keeps dying over and over and over again. All she sees is like her body and go- she's not like she goes to the other side and like has some cool experience.
0: Float around with Jesus. She's no. seen Jesus.
1: Well, she's seen them, but like <clears throat> she doesn't describe I wonder a lot if of anybody's
0: that. like monitored her while she's been in the Yeah, I think things. they have. And they've like measured her brain and like I'd like to see brain scans and fucking some actual like mm-hmm. evidence.
1: Apparently, um a study of more than 2,000 people by the University of Southampton last year uncovered convincing evidence of an out-of-body experience for a patient declared dead by medics. The study found that people can experience awareness for up to three minutes after death and stretch as far as 30 seconds um, previously recognized.
0: Okay, well, yep. is that is that all the info on her?
1: Well, I'm going to do a full video on it because there's like this huge hour-long interview but i didn't have time to listen to it before we started this so
0: oh okay well i think that there's a there is a possibility that it's legit and she's doing she this.
1: has a book too she wrote a book
0: i mean there's a, but that's the thing that she wouldn't be the first one that's like i died and i went to heaven and i came back and no like, which
1: this happens to her all the time and doctors have like right said that this is a real condition that she has
0: but she's not actually dying though that's the thing it's not she like she feels
1: like she's dying. Yeah, she it's could not be like, like passing she's actually out.
0: like flatlining and then coming like her heart just randomly starts up again. It's I don't know. like almost like a coma like a just coming in out of the coma all the time. It could be because come on, Like if she was fucking really like coming back to life, we'd fucking know about this. Like why be like there's this lady that's coming back to life. Well, if she's flatlining, if she's like beep like that's what I want to know: Is does flatline does, flat does she flatline? Does she flatline or is I don't know. She just, I need
1: to look more into the details of it. All I know is that this. I mean, she's a real woman, and she has no. I
0: don't doubt that she's not real. I just wonder up. if it's like to me. It kind of reminds me of other stories that I've heard. Yeah, where, where people like, oh, was kind of like light, and then this, are near death, like near. There's death experiences, and then there's near death experiences. Well, with
1: that, you have to wonder: like, is this person like? Is it just their brain working out what they would think death would be like? Like are they just but I don't know. I hear stories that That's are just so incredible though sometimes about people and their so I mean for me personally, I think some of them really are telling the truth or they have experiences that are are real.
0: Well, well, obviously because I don't think this woman would be faking this. Well, for yeah, because clearly there's another side and clearly there's you know whatever that is where yeah. all the souls hang out and where <laughs> mediums can connect to and yeah. and get messages from there's clearly something going on i mean the whole like i saw jesus and walt disney is a little convenient if you ask me yeah to be like yeah, those are I, probably two figures that have been in her life some yeah. way which you know that so it's like it'd be like if i was like you know i want to see jfk and um yeah well you know, who blah, blah, blah. knows
1: but she's definitely having these things she's so having what the experiences going
0: on. for sure it sounds like yeah, so I mean,
1: her son quit his job. He didn't just quit his job for no reason. Hmm. She's definitely having these things. And they're happening all the time, dude. She's had over a thousand near-death experiences. Seen tons of experts. This is real, too. I'm not making this up. So I'll be doing a whole video on this and looking more into it for sure, because it is bizarre. But um, Yeah, it is. It's your turn. My turn. All right.
0: All right. This is a, this is a true story. You might've heard about it. Actually, it was in the news in, in February, but the skier goes missing. Oh,
1: this is crazy. And
0: then is found literally almost 3000 miles away. It's crazy. So this guy named Constantinos or Danny, uh, Philippitas, I think is how you say it. Yeah. Philippitas who's 49 and he's a captain with the Toronto fire services. And Danny was skiing with his friends when he vanished on february 7th 2018 from the wilmington resort and then six days later he just popped back up in uh sacramento california on february 13th now that's clearly across the fucking map so what happened So he was
1: in canada
0: toronto or near new york he was and, like in new york yeah. basically skiing
1: and he ended up in fucking california, california
0: in a matter of six days with no idea how so here's the story this married dad of two by the way was with a group of fellow firefighters when they lost him at the mountain range or as the mountain range was about to close and his disappearance prompted a massive search of whiteface mountain with search and rescue crews pouring over the mountain while other skiers passed by on the trails so they they he went missing and they filed a missing persons report his co-workers and they they a massive search because they're like, we got to yeah. find this guy's a firefighter. We got to find him. So they sent all the resources out to look for him. He and this, his family thought he was gone. Yeah. The search included at least six government agencies, two ski patrols and several local volunteer groups. More than 135 people spent and combined 7000 hours on the rugged mountain in varying winter conditions in order to find him, and they even used a helicopter, search dogs. It was the full nine yards to find this guy. They, in fact, the state officials won't even say how much it costs because it was a mass amount oh, of money. I'm
1: sure, it's insane. So search efforts—it's insane how much money goes into. search Oh efforts.
0: yeah, like you like that may not even it's seem expensive. like that much, but it, it costs so much money. Oh yeah. Of think about all the people's time the resources, and yeah. resources that mm-hmm. would take to do it. So Danny, he showed up in Sacramento on February 13th, and he just contacted local authorities there from a Sacramento area airport, which ended this search. But before he resurfaced, Danny had had last been seen at the Whiteface Mountain Ski Resort mid station about 2.30 p.m. on February 7th. And he was with his friends, his coworkers. They're doing their annual ski trip, and they ended up uh, declaring him missing by 4.30 and the police when they went started the search, they found his car, passport and other identification cards at the resort. So all of his he stuff was there. Everything. It just was com- just everything but him basically. Wow. was still there. But 6 days later, as I've said, he turned up in Sacramento completely confused. That this is the, yeah. the interesting part. He's completely confused, no idea how he got there. And <laughs> he- when they found him, after he called so the authorities, far. he was still wearing his ski goggles and like his fucking what? clothes, yeah his ski clothes
1: what the he had fuck? all he had
0: his whole ski he was wearing all of that,
1: oh my God, yeah
0: so when he wow. when he finally like realized he was like people were looking for him, he called his wife, who was in Lake Placid meeting with the search party, and according to. Uh, the conversation they had, apparently Danny was confused and he wasn't able to give direct answers. And Danny called his wife by her nickname and she quickly recognized the voice and that it was him. He then called her again later and kept him on the phone and asked him to call 911 to get him his help as soon as possible. So his wife was like, dude, something happened with you. Like something really weird happened. So call 911, get help.
1: Yeah, what the fuck?
0: But then Danny said or uh, Danny said that he went and bought an iPhone and told deputies that a truck dropped him off in downtown Sacramento where he got a haircut. He got a haircut after all this. Yeah, he just like was just like it seems like it was very seemed very normal to him that he was there.
1: Wait, the police found him with ski stuff on in California. Yes. Correct. And before the police found him, he was getting a haircut. Yes. So, didn't the haircut place be like, "Dude, why are you in Sacramento in a Apparently ski outfit? Not. Yeah, and why would he continue to be wearing his ski outfit after his haircut and everything?
0: Yeah, I don't know. This is what he said, though. This yeah. is, th- we don't know for sure. Maybe he just imagined. But he just a said haircut. this. Stuff.
1: Did he say where he went to get no, his haircut? No, That's we don't know so that. Weird.
0: So, obviously, there's a ton of mysterious circumstances surrounding about how Danny got there, which has led to a lot of speculation and. Conspiracy theorists like us to think that maybe he was abducted by aliens possibly or teleported Because it could be alien abduction because there is similarities between this case and then the case of Travis Walton who is actually one of the world's most famous alleged alien abduction victims
1: Hang on. Hang on. I have a question Hmm. when they found this guy. Did they give him like a brain scan?
0: No, no, we don't have any info. We literally don't. There's no been no updates. It's still an active investigation.
1: Okay, so eventually they'll have to release what. Yes, because like he could have hit his head really fucking hard. Well, we
0: don't know that. Obviously, they're going to look into that because this just happened. He could have like
1: hitched a ride with someone, like didn't know who he was, and yeah, remembered.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um. Okay, so
0: so people, some people are saying that this could be an alien abduction because this particular case with Danny kind of lines up with some similarities with um. Travis Walton mm. and Travis Walton worked with a group of loggers in the Apache uh sick Reeves national force in Arizona and in 1975 in November he went missing for five days after a bizarre UFO sighting and when he resurfaced he was confused but he claimed that he had been abducted by aliens so I mean I guess the similarity is that they both went missing for for five days or so I don't I haven't seen anything that suggests or that where danny said he was abducted by aliens but i think that's just how p- some people are, are making the connection between it's a possible alien yeah. abduction you know aliens have abducted and then let people resurface a couple days later after we that would
1: make sense about why he was still wearing the goggles because just for me if he was just like rolling around well, lost like would he really keep that shit on for six days you'd get hot even in the back of a even truck even if you didn't know what was going on you'd get hot if
0: he was really driving if he was really yeah. riding three Thousand miles in the back of a truck with ski gear on. Come on, yeah. Now.
1: What this is crazy. It's and this, cra- like really recently happened,
0: yeah, February, yeah, early fucking February.
1: nuts. When when the more comes out on this, I'm definitely, yeah,
0: it's really one. bizarre. Well, that's why people are like, well, maybe he got teleported somehow because that oh seems like the most plausible God. thing either that or aliens like abducted Time him, or, or I
1: don't
0: you know, know. wow, the government wild, snatched him, dude. Yeah, no. Police in Sacramento found Danny still wearing the ski clothing he had on when he disappeared, including his fucking helmet and goggles. He
1: was wearing his helmet.
0: Yes, he had his helmet on, dude.
1: No this one was is like, police, dude,
0: saying that this is what they saw when they picked him up. He had his. Go- he Did had his anyone say, dude? Goggles. It's hot here.
1: Why are you wearing that,
0: <laughs> bro? You're in Sacramento. There's no mountains here, Yeah, man. what are you what are doing? You doing? <laughs> what? Well, he probably he probably didn't even think about it. He probably was just like yeah like he's probably so dazed oh my, and confused from yeah. whatever happens like dazed and confused <laughs> yeah yeah so oh man yeah um the union are uh danny was given medical attention and taken to a local hospital where he later spoke with his two children on the phone and that's another thing about this story is like why would a if if he did just like up and leave and go in a truck and do this whole fucking six day like yeah track across the country why would a married dude with two kids do that why would he do that that makes zero sense whatsoever so it does kind of make me think that something else happened maybe even something supernatural something extraterrestrial something who knows, Whoa. like some MK Ultra shit? I mean, who fucking knows what happened? Wow,
1: the ski gear is what's really throwing me off. That is wild.
0: Yes, and he, Danny, does not have a history of mental illness or substance abuse because obviously, be like, dude, what fucking drugs were you tripping on that? Slope, yeah, man? Like, seriously, it's like some hangover shit, like <laughs> some like roofies mountain. or something.
1: Oh my god, yeah.
0: But Danny <laughs> told deputies he remembered little, but that he had suffered a head injury and rode in a big rig style truck and slept a lot. And this is a sergeant of the Sacramento Sheriff's Department said that Danny told them.
1: Maybe he did He passed out of the truck. Hey, you know.
0: (laughs) What if it was a kidnapping attempt? My
1: sister had a cat. And this summer, the cat got lost. And my sister lost it for two months. And finally, we got a call that she had hopped on a truck and took a little ride down to Denver. But that was just like two hours But that's a cat. (laughs) I know. But I'm still saying. Yeah. Maybe that's what could have happened.
0: Uh, it's so crazy though.
1: Like they didn't. What I'm saying is, like maybe you wouldn't know that the person was on your truck. They didn't know the cat was on the truck,
0: or it was something. Maybe
1: he's like passed out in the corner behind a box. They didn't know he's on the truck.
0: Something sinister or something. But why? Yeah. But, and but why, why would him? a ski? Why still forty be on? like forty? What did they old? do?
1: Like hurt him? What would the crime even be? Ta- they didn't take his stuff. It was all left there. They didn't hurt him. He's fine. Well, they don't and even he's think still it, wearing ski Think stuff. it's a crime.
0: They're not even it's investigating as a, it a crime. crime.
1: Wow, that is just so so, so here interesting. This
0: the state police uh, the state police that are investigating at the New York state police say that they cannot corroborate a white face or uh, they can't corroborate Danny's story that he was driven across the country in a tractor trailer after he vanished. And they said that they have talked to and contacted every hauling company that is in that area and they haven't been able to find a driver who's admitted to taking Danny across the country in a truck or that anybody even knows anything about this so basically danny has no clear memory of how he got all the way from basically canada to fucking sacramento almost three thousand miles and he wants to find out where he was so badly and we want to find out where he was god though
1: his family must have been terrified they must have almost thought he was just dead they probably didn't even know if they'd see him again and then he shows up yeah
0: they Guess probably thought what? He's in was in
1: California. Done. What?
0: Especially after We've been that searching big search in the
1: mountains. It does make you think, though, like with all these missing persons cases, they're doing searches, but they're only doing searches in the areas where they went missing and like or anywhere that there's evidence that they went. But look at this guy. They would have never thought to look in California.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I'm thinking like, well, how do you get somebody over there? How do you get somebody nearly like 3000 miles unless you fly them on a plane? Which well,
1: in six days could
0: have been on a plane. We don't know for sure but then there would be record well, of that what somewhere.
1: about i think he probably just drove on a truck maybe if he remembers the truck chances are he did go on a truck
0: so maybe here's what happened maybe there was a truck at the resort yeah he passed and out in it. he had an energy he fell during skiing or something yeah. he got a bad concussion or just and it got way worse as mm-hmm. time went on and he crawled at some you know people do weird shit and that's what i'm saying just he crawled could have been into in it, the like the truck that went knowing, into the freezer like the and, yeah yeah exactly
1: <laughs> Went took a little cruise to california woke up and maybe the people never knew he was even there it could
0: be something as innocent and and just you know i guess simple as that like he hit his head had an engineer or engineering he had an injury and then got into the back of the truck but three thousand miles i guess like if it's a big red truck they probably do it pretty quick yeah it's probably a couple days or whatever but still like that seems like unless he was literally passed in a coma for like five days so it'll be interesting to see what medical yeah. shit comes out, because yeah. that will probably really tell us what happened. But maybe somehow, you know, some sort of top secret programs involved, and maybe they put him on a tram from fucking mm. there and they were doing testing, and maybe, then they I went to know. Sacramento and then eh, a stretch. Or maybe aliens maybe. abducted him and did a bunch of testing. That's and more then, likely, I think. <laughs> and then dropped him in Sacramento conveniently. I don't know. <sighs> That's it's wild. pretty interesting. Well, I bet I definitely want to see
1: more information.
0: Oh, yeah, I bet you it'll be something more natural than, yeah. than one of those things. But uh, pretty interesting story, right?
1: Dude, totally. And I definitely want to follow up with that. So um, you guys should let me know in the comments if you want to see a full but video this on is, that.
0: This has been Unexplained Phenomena Part 1. Yes. Or what are we going to call it? Part chapter 1? You want to call it Chapter 1 or Part 1?
1: I don't know. Part 1? Okay. <laughs> part 1? <one>, episode 1?
0: <laughs> well, I can't have, like, Episode Let's 1. Let's just because... do Part 1. Okay. Okay. Or actually, I could do Episode <laughs> but thank you guys for joining us we are going to close it up here again thank you for all the support rate review the podcast subscribe to the youtube channel subscribe to the podcast come check us out on twitch and
1: have a great day and stay woke
0: (laughs) nice (laughs) stay woke everybody until next time